0: Why umbrellas?
1: <laughs> well, I have this vision of walking down Regent Street and it raining. And um, and as I'm walking down Regent Street, walking towards me, uh, a lots of people carrying the Sister Snog umbrella. Um, and then I will know that the brand
0: really has arrived in the centre of London.
2: Power to live more with Joe Dodds.
0: Welcome to the Power To Live More podcast, all about productivity, organisation, well-being, energy and resilience. I'm Jo Dodds and I started this show to enable interesting people to share their stories about how they use their power to live more and by that I mean to do the stuff that they want to do more than the stuff that they need to or should do. It's about creating a life for yourself where you have the energy, health and space to be happy and fulfilled, spending your time as you'd like, whether that be at work, home or somewhere else entirely. That's your choice.
2: Hello, my name is Ella Dodds and I'm co-presenter, and today Joe's is interviewing Helen Bosny Akkey of Sister Snog. Hella is another of the guests introduced to Joe by Paula Gardner, who was on show number two. Top 10 if you need some guests for your podcast start by interviewing a pr consultant joe says she doesn't think she's laughed as much during any of the other interviews so far this was a highly entertaining and enlightening chat they had such a great time during the interview that on the day that this podcast is published the seventh of course we'll which will make sense when you listen to it. They are meeting up for the first time in the lovely town of Rye to climb a church to see the view from around, as well as to continue to develop their new connection. Hella is a curious entrepreneur and Uber connector. She's an enthusiastic who's passionate about brands that sparkle. Businesswomen who shine and connecting the two at Sister Snog, a rather m- remarkable business club for women with an entrepreneurial makeup and mindset who share a desire to connect with like minds who can help their businesses reach the heady heights of success thanks to the support of a, of hashtags sh- shockingly helpful tribe. Back to the studio. Today
0: I'm interviewing Hella Vozniak-K of Sister Snog. Hi Hella. great to have you with me. Good morning
1: and uh, hope you're well.
0: Yes, and we're just saying it's nice and sunny outside today, so it's a good day to be doing an interview, albeit the, the window's closed, so I might be a bit hot in the moment. <laughs> and even though
1: it is Friday the 13th, dum-dum-dum-dum. Oh, I forgot that. <laughs> ah, yes. So I won't be walking under any ladders day um, you know, that's for sure, exactly, or, uh, or, or doing crossing strange lines or walking on the cracked pavement. So, I'm avoiding all things. Uh,
0: well, so will I now. You've warned me, yeah, good, good.
1: That's a top tip. Make sure on Friday the
0: 13th but uh, if you're you feeling you worried, of make sure everyone else is, yeah, <laughs> yes yeah, totally lovely so tell us a bit more about you apart from that you're superstitious <laughs> who you are what you do and where you do it
1: <laughs> yeah it's kind
0: of like Scylla Black isn't it what's it your is. name and where would you come from yeah, yeah, I always think that so, when I say that nobody's picked that up yet but every time I say it it reminds uh, me of a blind date <laughs> yeah
1: and we did love Silla. she was uh, she was a great a great character so the question was yes who am I um I am um, what well, I'll say I describe myself in my, my job or my role, um, to be one of the tribal leaders of a, um, a group of Amazonian women who are all, uh, entrepreneurs building empires of, uh, various sizes. And so that's, um, the tribe is called the members Oh, I'm.
0: Are you are you hearing me, mother? No, oh, you went. Did you did you tell me you were going? Yes. Oh. <laughs> no, no. I was <laughs> obviously I was just
1: teleported for a moment, but I'm back. Um, so that's what I do. I um, yes, I run Sister Snog together with my partner in crime uh, Annie Brooks, um, who's not here at the moment. But uh, I'm working out of the the, the, the home office. Which is the east wing of Snog Towers. <laughs> I have just visions now. <laughs> Good. Well that's excellent because it is a touristic tower and it has a moat and all the flowers in the garden are purple. <laughs>
0: oh, I'm feeling really inadequate now in my in my little office.
1: Oh. <laughs> uh. I didn't. Ma- I didn't mean to make you feel that way, but um, yeah. So Snow Towers is is where we is where we hang out and we cook up our various um, plans for the business and and make it make it a special place for our members. And uh, we're constantly keeping ourselves on our toes and having our next idea waiting in the wings. Um, so that means that we have to be super productive.
0: Yes. So tell me a bit more about what you're actually doing with your uh, tribe, your Amazonian tribe. What, what sort of uh, things do you do? What do we do?
1: Well, we um, we organise uh, a number of events because people need to, you know, interact. So we have three events a month. Um, we have one on the first Friday of every month, which is known as the first Friday lunch. We have a business boosting a brainstorming at breakfast, um, which is difficult to say. I love if, alliteration. Uh, <laughs> I love a bit of alliteration. And um and so the aim of that is to bring sisters together and we have different subjects each month. So I'm actually been doing some work on next week's which is um the theme is six degrees of separation which obviously is um, dear to my heart because really um, my view is that you you need to be connected in business because um, everybody is connected to each other and that's how you'll get the doors open. Um, And then we also are into storytelling. So we have another event which alternates between something called story time in a teacup. So the theme is it's always around afternoon tea or once upon a dinner time. Um, so those are our key anchor events, but the thing about Sister Snog is those that are members, essentially it's like having your own kind of A-team of brand ambassadors, door openers, collaborators, and um, those that you can work with who who are also building empires, so you're on the same beam, you know, have a similar makeup and mindset, and create magic. Um, and our goal is, and we're getting, we're nearly there. Is we shall be closing the door when we become the hot 100, uh, and then who knows what we'll do? You know,
2: yeah. maybe
0: have a
1: crazy conference or you know, launch a brand of umbrellas.
0: <laughs> Why umbrellas?
1: <laughs> well, I have this vision of walking down Regent Street and it raining, and um, and as I'm walking down Regent Street, walking towards me. A uh, lot of people carrying the Sister Snog umbrella. Um, and then I will know that the brand really has arrived in the centre of London. And, you know, the brand, the umbrellas will be made by a company who have this um, fabric that changes colour when it rains. So our brand colours are lilac and violet. So there'll be all these colour changing umbrellas going up um, up Regent Street.
0: So I hope you'll join me come that day. That sounds just amazing. And I can't imagine it wouldn't get on telly and everything. It sounds brilliant. <laughs> there we go. <laughs> Lovely. So you're already coming across as, as, um, as somebody who's probably very, uh, busy, packs a lot in and probably gets a lot Ooh. done, but also that you, that you're not always in your office because obviously you've got events that you're going to as well. So, so tell me a bit about what your working week looks like. Do you have, a certain routine do you have certain ways of getting things done does it become a bit more fluid how does it all work for you so
1: well yes I mean <clears throat> there isn't a typical day but there is if you like a typical month um, because we always have to anchor that the events are happening so there is work to be done before the events which have to be scheduled in and then there's work to do after the event so each event is its own little kind of dot on the calendar. Um, So when we have an event coming, we have to get out the guest list, we have to make sure that everybody's happy. Um, After the event, you know, we buzz up with social media. Um, So that's one aspect. So those dates, you know, I do have to look at my calendar, you know, constantly because I need to make sure that I'm in the right place at the right time. Um, Our events generally um, are that, well, the first Friday lunches are on the first Friday of the month. So that's always there. The beginning of the week, Monday, I see as a planning day and a desk day where I generally will not go into London because it's all very well being out there being busy, but it can catch up on you if you don't sort of manage the monster of things to do. Mm-hmm. So Mondays are, um, when I, you know, we'll catch up, we'll make phone calls, we'll send emails, we'll um, plan, you know, maybe if there's something that I'm going to write, who I'm going to see. Um, Tuesdays, quite often, are a day when I will go into London because that's when um, when someone is interested in joining the tribe and becoming a sister. Um, I always have a one-hour mutual not an interview, you know, I have a one-hour Taste of Sister Snog. I meet them, um, they meet me, we can kind of sort of see if the chemistry's right. And a Taste of Sister Snog lasts one hour. And my aim is always to do as many of those that I can on a Tuesday. So therefore, I'm in London, I'm focused, I'm using that time. Um, and then I may go into London one other day, um if there's kind of an event to go to I also do organize something that I called sisters dates so I actually have dates with my members because that way I get to know them a little bit more it's amazing what happens when two people sit down and just talk about whatever is going on in their business Um so that's kind of you know how I am but I do I'm one of these people who is kind of constantly on the go. So my phone is, you know, when I'm on the bus, when I'm on the train, when I'm occasionally queuing up at the supermarket, you know, I might just do a little bit of something, send a quick tweet. Um, I've even kind of written a strange little poem about it, when people say I'm too busy. I'm never too busy, I'm always doing lots of things. Because um, I kind of find... You know people who side and roll their eyeballs and say, "I'm really busy." they're probably not doing very much, they're just being busy,
0: yeah, yeah, it's interesting. um you're doing sort of little bits in d- little places if you like, you know when you're in the queue mm. somewhere or whatever it's very much the way that that I operate, and uh, I think sometimes people then take the view who perhaps you don't have a business or perhaps people in your family that that you're you know, addicted to your phone um, and you can't stop yourself working. And I always sort of say to them, actually, it's the, the opposite way around. If I can use these little bits of time more productively, yeah. then I've got more time to spend you know, big chunks of time doing the things that I want to do, spending time with my daughter or, or whatever. Um, but you can see why people you know, give you that sort of label. Do you, do you get the label to that, that uh, you don't stop working? <laughs> um, I don't really get the label, um, but
1: people... I mean, people's never really have, apart from you just now, asked me how you manage to get the things that done that you do, because you're right. I mean, I cram in, um, an amazing social life. You know, I'm a, um, friends uh, are kind of key. And, you know, I think my oldest friend has just become a grandma, which is a bit weird, but we've known each other since we were 10. Um, so I keep up. I do have one friend who says sometimes I exhaust her, um, but she likes, um, yeah, <laughs> she's definitely someone who does one thing a week as opposed to one thing a day. And in fact, I never do one thing a day. I do lots of things. So I, I think it's down to the individual. And you can so easily waste time. I wouldn't say daydreaming is a bad thing because I love daydreaming. It's very good for you. But you know, wasting the opportunities of being on the bus and just sitting there looking out of the window, where I could have done you know twenty minutes work.
0: Yes. Yeah yeah it's it's it is interesting i think probably that networking piece that you know which is is a lot of your business and it's a lot of stuff that i've done in the past probably is is part of it too i guess it's our personalities um but i oh. i suppose i i would say that i don't think there's a a big difference between work life and home life um in my situation because that's how i choose it to be i was writing something on facebook today about um I don't agree with this work-life balance thing because I sort of think it's an integrated situation, and you just turn your hand to whatever is needed, you know, or you want to do, depending on on what's going on. It isn't necessarily about it being work or or life, and they're they're two different things. Um, but um, I, I do think some of that is possibly about that whole uh, social interaction piece. That a lot of what mm. I'm doing, and I think sounds like what you're doing, is about connecting with people, and that that's a, a social thing as well as a work thing, isn't it? Definitely. I mean,
1: my sister's dates are always in, in you know, interesting, nice, wonderful places with people who are, you know, who are actually, technically, and it's true, my clients. But it's more than that. You know, they feed me, I feed them. And then quite often, we come up with something that is bigger than both of us. That is my work.
2: Mm. So mm.
1: how how brilliant is that? Mm. And going to events. Mm. Yes, they need, you know, organizing, everything needs to work. But it's a way where... You know, I can uh, express some of, you know, creativity. So, for example, when we have the lunches on the first Friday, there's always a different kind of theme that has a strategic business link, but it's dressed in a big bow. And, you know, I need to think about styling that. So, you know, I would have loved to have been, you know, one of those window stylists for like, you know, Harvey Nichols or Selfridges.
0: yeah
1: um but I'm actually doing that on a monthly basis for for friday yeah and, and it's brilliant because everyone wonders what it's going to look like you know I'm even thinking I must actually you know say how I do that because it's it's always important to do things also on a budget so that you're you know you, you if you've got a million pounds, you could do anything, but if you've got head pounds to table, how do you creatively do something so the sister snog keeps me on my toes as much as hopefully it keeps the members fed with um, creative spark and and interest. And if you have something that you've created that's beautiful and wonderful, great business occurs. Yeah. You know,
0: yeah. And if that's... you're
1: wearing... Sorry. Yeah. So it sounds like you do the same as well because you're, the creative spark feeds the work feeds the, the life and the life feeds the work, I
0: suppose. Yeah and I do think I mean you, I think you're a really good example of of somebody doing the things that they really want to do and it happens to be a business in there as well but it's it's about as you said yeah. sort of the bits that you really enjoy forming most of of your time which is which is great so so tell me about how you actually make sure you get stuff done have have you do you have a to do list or do you, do you use particular uh, tools I do <laughs> I I am um, a Virgo who loves
1: lists and I've got so I, my, my, my essential um, tool of of life, which includes work and play and you know organizing everything else, is Evernote. Um, and I'm not quite sure how I possibly existed before Evernote came on the scene. it's it's just, because I used to be very much, I used to have loads of notebooks, I mean, you know, everywhere I'd be writing, and then my writing would get all messy, and then I wouldn't know what I'd written, and then I had one here, and one there, and my bag was full of books, and now, I have Evernote, and it's not just a place to put your notes, and to do your to-do list, you know, you can just kind of, it's a library, it's my library, where I can put all sorts of things, Um, and I'm always learning new, sort of, you know, it's, things about, oh, I realized you could do that, and now I can put that there, and I can store this. Mm. So I am a massive um, fan of Evernote, and I don't know, I can understand, you've got to get into it and buy buy into it, um, but it's kind of like a sort of effortless solution, and you can share what you're doing with those that are also um, on Evernote, so I think it's like a killer app that is just just gorgeous, and whatever you want—music, video, photos—you know—it's um, kind of like a sort of seamless snapshot of thoughts, ideas, and information.
0: Mm, yeah, I agree. I'm a big Evernote fan. <laughs> Hurrah! In fact, I'm what's looking what's at what's it like it? for Evernote. In fact, I'm looking at it as you speak, because that's where I keep my list of questions.
1: (laughs) Ah, amazing. (laughs) So we're both both Evernote fans. Yes. I mean, you know, at some stage, I do feel I might go on a course somewhere just to find out the bits. Because you can get into bad habits, I think, with anything. So there may be some eureka moments or some shortcuts I'm missing out on. But for now... um, I think it's about two years I've been using it. And, you know, I, I think it's great.
0: I can probably offer up a couple of resources for that. I think uh, Steve Dotto um, has a series of um, Evernote Dotto. videos. I know, it's a great oh. name, isn't it? D-O-T-T-O. He's it He's um, he's quite fun to watch, and he has a series of videos about using Evernote. In fact, I listened to a, a blab, I think it was, that he did with a couple of other productivity people a little while ago where they talked about... If you're new mm. to Evernote, the thing to do is start with a few specific notebooks for a specific reason. Because mm. um, yeah. as you say, you have to get into it because to begin with, you just forget to use it. But it, once you start yeah. to use it, you, you never stop using it sort of thing. And um, so it, it was about picking some things that would work really well. So they gave some examples of things like, um, I don't know, measurements for things like if oh, one of the things he gave, um, although... Can't imagine my husband ever doing this. Was um having your your wife's measurements <laughs> in your um mm. in your when you're out and about. So, I mean, my brother-in-law does this. He regularly buys clothes for his wife when he's uh, in America and stuff. So um he probably just knows what to get anyway. But you know, if you didn't know that, write all the stuff down, have it in in your Evernote when you're somewhere and you've got your phone mm. available. You see something, you can you know check, and make sure you've got the right size or whatever. So I thought that was quite interesting. But it's also things like taking pictures. Of, um, mm. stuff that you've got for insurance purposes that, you know, you don't realize yeah. you needed to do that until you had a, a burglary and lost everything. So take a load of pictures and just stick them into Evernote. Mm. I've started using yep. it to, um, scan in stuff that I, I've private, previously kept. So, you know, like, I don't know, um, orders of service at weddings or cards that people have sent me and things like that. I just scan them in and then chuck them away so that I don't have a load of old, you know, Bits of paper in the house, but I've actually kept the information so I can read the stuff in the future. But it's just hidden away on, on Evernote and actually not taking up any space in my house, which I think is uh, a good tip. <laughs> well, do you know it's
1: interesting you said that because since we've moved to Hove, you know, I still have some boxes, and I used to be a bit of a. I'm not a hoarder, but I was a collector of cards that went back to. I can't even tell you how far back all these bunches of cards and some you know key birthdays yes I'll keep my 40th or my 50th but you know do I really need all those Christmas cards and then I used to kind of you know um, file the ones that went that my friends had sent me Oh, you know my friend Sarah had found everything that she'd ever sent me and end I mean, this is really quite bizarre. And I just thought I need
0: to I need to do something with them and yeah. that's
1: exactly what I'm going
0: to do. Yeah. So, oh um, <laughs> yeah. Mm. Hurrah. So, so if I just did what I said, rather than had the piles, I'd be brilliant. But uh, I've, I know I'm going to do it, and I've done it with some of them. <laughs> but I just have piles I haven't got to yet. But yeah, it does. It works really well as a way of, uh, of decluttering. Mm. So yeah, there you go. Top tip. I'm trying to think well, who the I'm other guy check was. Out. <laughs> the other there was a book. Some like Evernote Essentials by somebody who I think was called something like Bradley, but I'll look it up and put it in the show notes. And it, yeah. it's quite a comprehensive book about how to use Evernote that I read um, when I first started using it. So uh, he's he's certainly uh, worth a, a read as well. Yeah.
1: Okay. Well, that's good. I shall be. Um, I shall be seeking out Mr. Dotto first. Yes. Because I like him already.
0: <laughs> <laughs> he is a bit mad. So um, so this very busy, uh, some may say frenetic life, life that yes. you have, what about um, the end of the day? So um, uh, what do you do to sort of finish work or do you finish work? Or do you just, like I said, just keep going and things all meld into mm. one? <laughs> How does it work at the end of the day? Well, I... <laughs>
1: I kind of like to do what I want to do, so I may wait at work one evening, but what I also like to do, I mean, we're, I'm kind of, we're, we're into having family meals, so cooking is something that I, I love, and we are definitely, what's the recipe, who's making it, um, so that is one of my relaxations, is to make gorgeous food that looks gorgeous. I cannot just sort of place it up without it having a sense of style about it. So, <laughs> Why am I not surprised? <laughs> that's that's kind of something that I like and I have um, keep thinking, I saw someone doing it on Instagram the other day because I like to do things in, in a round. Um, so I always arrange things in a round. I was thinking, oh, maybe I should sort of like you know, stick those. I do put some of them on Instagram because I also love... Photographs and photography as a pure iPhone amateur capturing the moment of, of the moment. Yeah. Um, so, yes, cooking is something that I, I do. I also am definitely a, um, a Netflix addict, but I, I might have it on in the background. So I do like things that are series, you know, Netflix originals, so House of Cards, Suits, Orphan Black, Once Upon a Time, and... Um, you know, I I really like anything that's got a story that continues. Yeah. Um in fact once once upon a time did inspire um Once Upon a Dinner Time because I don't know if you've seen it but, you know, it's all about fairy tales and um it's yeah. just fantastic and seems to be going on forever. It's right. gonna go on for about another ten years and um, I hope. <laughs> um so I like to I like stories. You know, I like stories about people and I'm I'm not like an I don't actually have a telly, so everything is on iPlayer or Netflix. Um, so I like to choose what I watch when I watch it. Yeah. Um, you know that's that's something. But I also love I mean I love going to the pictures and you know being in Brighton there is so much going on. Um, I mean we could be out at some kooky gorgeous you know performance or you know dance or theatre or comedy, so anything that's live, um, that I love as well,
0: Mm.
1: so it's kind of, yeah, being, entertainment is really important, and I think businesses should think about, are they entertaining their their audiences, i.e. their clients and their world, Mm. you know, and a lot of, a lot of them are not, (laughs) and a lot of them are. Yeah,
0: yeah, yeah, so, At the very end of all that, how do you switch off? How do you make your brain go to sleep so that you can go to sleep? Because that's one thing I struggle with.
1: (laughs) Well, I have to say, I put my head on the pillow and go.
0: Oh, no, you're not one of those annoying people like my daughter and my husband, are you? Yeah. It's
1: like, um, it is really, I don't have some sort of um, crazy or any sort of ritual um, at night. I mean, once I'm in bed, I... I'm out, but I'm um, I'm a very, very kind of early bird, so I do sometimes wake up very early, and particularly in the spring, the summer, and the autumn. Maybe not quite so much in the winter. I'm I'm up an atom, and like to have a little bit of my time in the morning, and it's kind of like that, you know, "Morning is Broken" Cat Stevens song.
2: You're know, not gonna
0: start
1: singing. I well, no. But um, <laughs> I did have a choir Was upon a time, but that's a story. So I do have a little bit of reflection before I switch the motor on. And I've kind of got into, you know, morning gratitude. So I will, in Evernote, in my notebook that's called Gratitudes, write some things that I'm grateful for Yeah. on a daily basis. Because I think it's you can get caught up in, you know, other stuff. Um, so... My eight, seven is the kind of magic number at Sister Snog, so I always write seven gratitude, um, nearly always,
0: most days. Yeah, of course, cool. seven, that sounds like a lot. Do you end up having to, to talk oh, about your no. are You're, you're um, grateful for, I don't know, a glass of water. <laughs> I don't know. <laughs> or does it come from? No. <laughs> oh, it's,
1: um, no, it flows. You know, I could probably do fourteen but then that would just be too many. No, seven is good and it does so, you know, somewhat like one for um one for every day of the week, but then I don't know, there's something about the number seven, you know, seven wonders, seven dwarfs.
0: Yes. Oh, I do 17. seven too. Yeah. My birthday's on the 7th, so I've always said that having 7 as my lucky number is is acceptable because my birthday is the 7th, and little Dodsy's birthday is also the 7th, so she has 7 as her lucky number too. (laughs) And, you know,
1: there was a study last year and it was published in metro about what is the luckiest number and it did come out that it was seven and i can't tell you how many people sent me a link or sent me a hard copy of that article because people <laughs> know that seven is the number so so you're in the seventh hurrah yes exactly um, it's not it's not the
0: seventh month, though, is it? No, 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 it's the sixth month. It's uh, the seventh of June. Ah. So, yeah, it would have been you know, extra, whatever, wouldn't it? But, uh... <laughs> yeah,
1: well, well, nearly. So, oh, so next um, next month.
0: Okay. Yeah.
1: I'll, I'll, yeah, lovely. I'll try and remember that.
0: <laughs> so, what about, um, you know, keeping healthy and how you look after yourself? Um, you've talked about um, some of your sort of, uh, Rituals, if you like, around um, the mm. on. Are there other things that you and you talked about food? Obviously, you've you know, you like cooking, so that will help as well. But are there other I things, like cooking? Yeah,
1: yeah. Are there um, things well, specifically do you
0: just yourself? Just recently
1: got a personal trainer. Oh, okay. <laughs> I know, goodness me, and um, and it's brilliant. She she really is brilliant, and um. So it is early days, I haven't transformed yet, and she's really good because she looks at, you know, it's not about, um, you know, doing some crazy boot camp training thing because I, I don't wish to be tortured, um, but she's also helping me, what what I love about her is you can, we can train anywhere, and um, I'm kind of helping her understand her business as well. And one of the things is how to turn your home into a gym. So I have exercises now to do on the steps, um, to do on chair, even you know, to things to pick up that around the house. And that's what we're going to do, and and we will do in due course some videos of um, turn your house into a gym. So there's no excuses for not doing 20 minutes and then you know having a break and doing another 20 minutes. Um, and the other thing is swimming. Um, since I've moved here, I haven't really got into it, but I was swimming when I was in Greenwich, you know, two or three times a week. But that's the next thing. And there is a, a pool, you know, maybe 10 minutes away. So an early morning swim. And when I was swimming in, um, in the leisure centre, um, well, it was in Lewisham near Greenwich.
2: Mm-hmm.
1: I always wanted to be the first in the pool. That was my kind of, <laughs> I just want to be the first in the pool. And uh, I never was, but I still have that it makes you sort of get up and go. And um, so, yeah, those are the things. I also did have, um I need to perhaps get back into this. I did once learn how to rollerblade. So I do have some rollerblades. And I can see myself rollerblading along the seafront.
0: Yeah, that sounds like Is a you? very trendy move yeah. for, for Hove. And um, I, I reckon as you live a bit more provincially now, you might make it into the swimming pool first thing if you try really hard. I like <laughs> to. yeah. I'm hoping to. I'll let you know when I've done it. Exactly. <laughs> so um, what about um, learning and, and improving yourself? Um, I imagine, again, through uh, your personality, you probably do that on a regular basis. What sort of things do you do? Yeah,
1: well, you know, I can get a bit distracted by certain things. I mean, I do, um, I really like Medium Daily Digest. Um, And so today's Medium Daily Digest, you know, it had these, it's kind of eclectic things because they always set me off. So today's um, articles that I like, um, one was Elevate Yourself with Side Projects which I think is a very good thing because if you're only doing one thing and you're consumed by it, I've always got at least six of the plates spinning that I'm doing. So it's not just sister snog or family or friends. I've always got other things that are on the go. Yeah. And I think it's important because otherwise you just become one-dimensional. Um, the other article, it was called Collecting Experiences. Um, how to stay productive even when interrupted, which I thought was very relevant to today Yeah. And the other one, does the fake it till you make it attitude towards business work? Yes. And I do think it, <coughs> if, if you want to be someone, even if you're not it, behave as if you are and yeah. you'll become it. So those were my, um, <coughs> one, two, three, four. Yeah. Hold on one. Two, three, four. Four um, you know, daily reads for today. Um, I do read a lot of books. Um, the only thing is when I put one down and I don't pick another one up immediately, it might take me another few weeks. I need to have a book on the go. Um so mm. I read you know, also I mean I've I've read everything that there is, you know, if someone says I have you know, Anthony Robbins, I've read him. If someone says, you know, uh, Dawn French, yes, I've read her. I haven't read War and Peace, but I did. I did watch the um, the drama, which is very good. Funny you um, say
0: that. My I father-in-law have... read War and Peace a couple of years ago. He got right into his reading about history, and he and he persevered and he read it. I think he was a bit put out when they put the the program out because <laughs> it could have saved him oh, a lot yeah. of time and effort
1: <laughs> having gone through that. I mean, maybe one day I will read it. Um, You know, because some of the great. Do need to be read, you know. I mean, I have read quite a lot because I, I did, you know, I did English at A level and, um, you know, so I've always liked and admired. And I also like diaries, you know, I like people's lives yeah. to, you know, know how they lived and what they, what they did, mm. um, and how they got through the various days. Um, so reading, seeing, I mean, social media, I mean, you could just consume it all day. if you wanted to. So um, I I am a consumer, um, and I am a bit of a curator, in that I like to put things together. Um, You know, so, I don't know, Pinterest, for example, I do have a bit of a guilty pleasure. I can lose myself there. Um, But I think it's important to be a creator as well. So writing is important. You know, your Mm -hmm. own voice, and your opinions, and getting those out. Um yeah so that's it and I, um, yeah. one of my favorite books
0: is um Purple Cow by Seth Godin. Yes. Yeah yeah.
1: Yeah. Because um that's what we kind of are at, at Sister Snog, you know, we are a purple cow brand and our aim is to always be remarkable.
0: Yes. Yeah. So just going back to that you said medium baby digest is that a, a newsletter list or something? Yeah, I mean it's just
1: one of these You know that you sign up for, and I really like it because it's just love. It's nicely presented. I mean, some of them when you get them just don't look very nice, and and it's always intelligent. It's it's like you know, licorice all sorts. I mean, there's such a mishmash of different subjects, and the writing is just really good. Mm I got So yeah, I
0: yeah
1: give give that the thumbs up, and I'm sure you could write for them. I keep thinking I want to, but I haven't got
0: there yet. But oh, um, go and have can, a look. We can have a race. Yeah, yeah, yeah. Yeah, <laughs> yeah I definitely won't be getting in the swimming pool before you. So uh, we'll we'll just go for yeah. this. We'll do that one. <laughs> on two on two points. One, I don't really like getting wet, and two, I don't get up early. <laughs> but apart from that, I ah, There you go. <laughs> Apart from that, yeah, yeah. There you go. So, um, you talked a bit about um, Netflix. Are there are any particular films or music you recommend for for inspiration or learning or anything? Um,
1: not not necessarily. Um, I mean, music. I'm just inspired by um all disco music. So that that's what I would have on in the background if I'm getting myself, you know, into a a good frame of mind. Yeah. But that's. Me personally, being a disco queen,
0: <laughs> and
1: um, and interestingly, a few weeks ago, um, the, the thing about sister snog is that sisters also do become friends in business. It's not that you have to be, but there seems to be a a general gravitating that people have similar interests. And one of the sisters was celebrating her fiftieth and invited, you know, people to celebrate with her at the Rivoli Ballroom for a um. A seventies evening, um, that was fantastic and everybody was, you know, really dressed up in seventies gear and, you know, yeah. I think if you have a common life, so I, I, like that films that inspire me. I'm quite often inspired, um, by films that have a, a certain amount of overcoming struggle, um, you know, yeah. um, that, 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 people have got through something, they've faced something because being at, running your own business, being an entrepreneur, you do have to sometimes find something in yourself on the days where perhaps everything isn't quite rosy and peachy. Mm -hmm.
0: Yeah. That's a really good link into the next question, which is what about if things don't go right? (laughs) So if you have one of those days where it's not so great, you might watch one of those. Have I had them? Of course I have.
1: (laughs) I've had loads. I'm not sure I've necessarily watched the struggle film. I think I'd watch something, you know, I think I might watch Miranda. Um or, or something or you know or or a sort of nineteen sixties you know one of the centrian things where life was a bit simpler, and there was no phone <laughs> um, but if things haven't gone right, I'm a great one of living for the moment and the day, you know, and sometimes it if you know, things do do happen, and sometimes the worst in, thing in the world feels like it's happened, but it's not really. Um, and I just accept that that was it. That was the day and tomorrow's another day. Um, and I, am quite philosophical and, um, and I, and I might cry. <laughs> so Look, I cry. That's an option.
2: <laughs> yeah. Or
1: I'll ring up Annie, who's my business partner, because we never not, um, have fun and, and share and laugh on the phone and, you know, I mean, okay. I, I don't sort of wear, where my, my, my troubles on my sleeve. I kind of am a bit more private, but I will, um, I'm quite accepting and, and I always know you can't have, um, a rainbow without some rain.
0: Oh, I like that. Yeah, that's true. I know.
1: There you go.
0: <laughs> profound. <That's> my
1: poignant,
0: <laughs> profound thought of the day. <laughs> yeah, I think it is, it's true, isn't it? that if everything was wonderful all the time, you probably wouldn't appreciate it. So I guess that sometimes the, the sort of yeah. more challenging times sort of help you to appreciate the other times. I, it's funny. I, there was something on Facebook today about somebody talking about, um, happiness. I can't quite remember what they'd said. And, and I, I talked about it before, I think, which was that I went to an event a little while ago while they were, ha- they were, they had somebody talking about how to be happier. And I spent the whole of her talk, uh, vaguely offended that she would be assuming that I wasn't happy and that I wanted to be happier. <laughs> <laughs> and, yeah. uh, and it really sort of <laughs> yeah. got, it got in the way of my appreciation of what she was saying because I just was completely offended because I thought, well, I am happy and I don't need you to tell me how to be happy because I'm happy, thank you. <laughs> yeah, it's a, it's a funny thing, isn't it? Happiness and,
1: and sadness and, you know, you in life and in days have to have it all. You have to be happy, you have to be sad, you don't have to be miserable. Um, you know, that's not a great trait. But then sometimes people have clouds and, you know, they need to work out how to shift them. But nothing's ever that bad. It just isn't.
0: No. You know,
1: it might feel it for a moment, but you know, you just I think the longer you're around, you realise you've been there before, you got through it, this happened, and sometimes you know, instead of a bus, a limo comes along.
0: (laughs) Yeah, exactly. And I think, as you say, as you get older, you sort of You recognize those clouds for what they are and you tend to know where they've come from or at least that they're going to go. And as, as um, you know, we talk about, you know, some of the things that you might do to make them feel not so bad sort of thing. So you do tend, you do learn how to sort of manage those things better, I think, as you as you get older. I certainly feel like I have. Definitely. Yeah. Yeah. Yeah definitely so, Definitely. so on a day when you end the day knowing that you've had the chance to live more and I talk about that being about being able to do the stuff that you want to do rather than necessarily the mm. stuff you should do or you feel you ought to do that sort of thing what what will you have done? what's that day look like? Um, I think
1: that that day will have been filled with um, with the people that with people it won't have been a solitary day it will have been you know, I got up, got on the train, you know, um, had a nice chat with someone who was perhaps a stranger, got into town, um, and, and I'm saying it's in London, it can be in, in Brighton, but I still see London as I'm going somewhere different and I've kind of filled it with, um, with magic, with people. People are, are give, give me the magic, I think. And, um, and also I'll have found I'll have snuck off and found some amazing, gorgeous bargain um, in, somewhere and I'll be coming home with one or two bags and I'll have eaten well and I'll just kind of feel, you know, I'll feel like I'm in a Netflix
0: movie. That's how I feel. Brilliant. I was going to say, you're the first person who said that they'll have done some shopping, but you're also the first person to say you feel like you've been in a Netflix movie. So, I mean, both of those, <laughs> kudos. Yeah.
1: Create, create your own film. And, um, you know, and I would like for the record Goldie
0: Horn to play me. <laughs> you see, I was thinking, um, oh, what's that? Um, Oh, Audrey Hepburn, I was thinking. I was imagining that sort of uh, oh, yeah. city life type thing. But yeah, I can go for Goldiehorn as well. Yeah, yeah, yeah. <laughs>
1: Goldiehorn, yes. Yes, definitely. Definitely a bit of Goldiehorn. That's what I, I think we should all know who's good players when um, a film's made about our lives. So, um, Ooh. I'll, I'll leave you to get back to me on that one
0: yeah do you know what i'm going to post that in my group today as well because i think that's a, a, yeah. great answer, a question for everybody to have a think about so um yeah definitely yeah. and we'll have a think about that very one yeah yeah so yeah well, I, always used to, I always used to be um, when i had short hair and i was much younger i was used to get um compared to um oh what's her name the one who was married to bruce willis in she was in Ghost. Oh, um Demi Moore. Demi Moore, because my haircut was like hers around the ghost yeah, of the time. Okay. I used to take that as a mm. compliment, but I'm not sure I know anything about who she is or whether or whether that would give I'd quite like somebody like um oh see, I'm not very good at remembering names. The uh, congeniality woman, what's her name? Miss Congeniality. Sandra Bullock. Oh, Sandra
1: Bullock. Bit yes. feisty, bit funny. See that. Mm, I can see a bit of yeah you 've got that kind of look Bit a combination of the two <laughs> mm. no I think that's um, yeah, I like that I like that so yeah, find out who um who people want to be. I always thought um i I had this crazy idea the other day that um and I think i 'm going to do it for the Snog facebook group and and do um which of these is a sister and have a sister, and then two other kind of celebrities who look. Similar to them, and you've got to
0: sort of say which one. <laughs> in, in the Sister it's just not. <laughs> ah, yeah. but there we go. Oh, well, there you go. I've, 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 this this conversation has taken a whole so, new route to the one where I imagined it would be by now. <laughs> yeah. I, if, none of it is anything I've
1: written down as well. <laughs> Oh, that's brilliant. So it's I don't been it's any use of anybody listening at all, but um, I'm sure know. it has been. Uh-huh. <laughs> and it's been I really. Got, can I just mention? <laughs> Sorry. Can I just mention an a, an app that I wanted to say or two apps.
0: About products, I'm glad you're I've saying that because out. I thought I thought I didn't ask if she had any more apps, and now we've gone to nearly the end of the yeah. interview. I don't know if it would like be inappropriate to ask, so I was thinking about asking you. So, so please, Hannah, t- tell me, are there any apps that you would recommend? <laughs> well,
1: um, I'm not sure that it is actually an app, but there's something called Dream It Alive. Oh, not heard of that one. What's I that? don't know if you've. Well, Dream It Alive is a um, it's it's kind of, it's a place where you can um, just create your own sort of vision boards and dream boards. And, you know, they declare dreams and make them come alive because we all need to dream and we all need to have goals. And it's all about, you know, writing them down, but you need to turn them into pictures so you can see them. So whether it's a house or whether it's, you know, I, I, keep saying, and I've announced it, you know, we'd love to have sister snog kind of in New York. So dream board with, you know, Empire State, yellow taxis, matrix bags, lots of sisters. Um So have a look at Dream It Alive. And you still create dream boards. And I like vision boards, but it helps you visualize. Um, and then the other one is pocket, because, yes, you'll see something, and where do you put it? If you just kind of store it in a place that gets lost, you won't go back to it, but
0: you can build up your pocket to be those things that you can have a look at. You mean articles online, don't you? Pocket, I love pocket.
1: <laughs> so, and and I do also like, for those that um, don't have time to blog, but have a, an area that's their subject, you know, whatever it might be, yeah, um, you know, scoop it, so you can create your own sort of, scoops and write your own comment on X, Y or Z. So, you know, you might not, I mean, writing a blog does take time and research and thoughts and, but I, I really like scooping and I love Rebel Mouse as well.
0: What was that last one? Rebel Mouse? Rebel Mouse,
1: mouse. yeah. Mouse, it's, it's Mouse. Mouse, <laughs> as in, as in, who ate my cheese? Oh, it was
0: Mouse, um, okay. Yeah, yeah. And what mouse, does that do? Yeah, Rebel Mouse, which... So rebel mouse
1: kind of aggregates all your kind of tweets and pins and it has a snapshot of your social output so have a little look on uh, at rebel mouse and it does it for you you just register and if you're on instagram pinterest and it, it you can see what you're doing and you get a feeling for who you are
0: yes. and what you're putting out there and
1: um, I don't know. If you don't like what you
0: see, change it. Yeah. No, that sounds brilliant. I've not come across that. I'll have a look at that. Yeah. So, um, dream it alive. Um, I've got a, a short, um, course about vision boarding on my website and I'm not sure if that's one of the ones I recommend. Oh. So I'll go and check that one out and, uh, and add that yeah. in. And I absolutely love pocket. I live by pocket. Um, I always have something to read yeah. and also I always say to people, if you open loads of, tabs on your computer uh, you know do you open those tabs on your computer of things that you intend to read later and then you don't and you shut your computer down and you've lost them all again and yeah. um, that's They're where it comes in really handy because you can just add them straight to pocket and you don't have to keep them open do you mm. and um and scoop don't it have come back. no exactly yeah. exactly and scoop it i do get their emails because i clearly registered a while ago but then I haven't actually gone in and, and scooped anything for a long, long time. So I might have another look at that and, and Rebel Mouse sounds great. So I'm gonna definitely check that out later. So uh Rebel Mouse is great. If I'm, you
1: um so on, on the Sister Snog site, um there's the last tab is called Social Snog. And if you look at social if you go on there, to the to the left I've kind of embedded my Rebel Mouse. And because you can also say um which of the um posts a scene so I rotate it and have different sisters posts so it's always it always refreshes you know yeah. you can put 25 different kind of posts in and the last one which may help those is called the alphabetizer so if you have a list of things you know 20 things and you've got to put them in alphabetical order then use the alphabetizer because it'll do it for you well, there you go. <laughs> so, <laughs> I know. That's totally useless. But someone might need it exactly. one day. <laughs> you cataloging good. like your disco
0: hits of the 70s, for example. Exactly. Yeah, I was thinking that very thing. <laughs> so, so,
1: yeah, I, I knew you were.
0: So again, you've, you've produced a, a very good segue into the last question, which is about how people can find out more about you and connect with you. <laughs>
1: Well, I'm ubiquitous, so, <laughs> <laughs> I'm not really, no, I mean, obviously, um, I'm I'm a great fan of social media, I, I do sort of have moments where I'm there more than not, um, but yes, um, you know, Twitter, Facebook, um, Pinterest, Instagram, uh, you know, the sort of the key ones I'm there, um, LinkedIn, Although I only link with people that I've, um, I kind of have met, so I really have a bit of a policy not to link with strangers because they could be stalking me on Friday the 13th, which um, you know, <laughs> a bit scary there. Um, but if you Google Hello Bosnia K, you can find me, or on our website, you know, our numbers are there. You can ring me or send me an email. Um, and you know, I do like, I would like to hear from people who are, um, who, who want to talk to me, unless they're, you know, a nutter. So if you're a nutter, please don't get in touch.
0: <laughs> <laughs> so, uh, yeah, I can't imagine if anyone Googles you, they're going to come up with anybody but you. So you probably are ubiquitous, yes. in effect. <laughs> it's, it's really good,
1: because me and Annie are yin and yang. And there is only one hella Bosniak K, but unfortunately, Annie is Annie Brooks. And um, you know we have so many kind of you know seesaw differences, <laughs> and even down to our names. Um, but yeah, so I'm the soul of Sister Snog, and Anne is the um, the heart, and uh, she keeps the beat. And I kind of look after that
0: sort of strange stuff that you can't quite bottle, but
1: gives um, mm-hmm. it its own flavour.
0: Lovely. So, thank you so much. I've really enjoyed that, and even just that last line, I just think sounds so so perfect. So, thank you.
1: It's been brilliant. And uh, have a have a marvellous day, and don't um, do walk under any ladders <laughs> or step on those cracks in the pavement.
2: Joe's <laughs> Gems.
0: This is the part of the show where I do a recap of the key points of the interview, the stuff that I really liked, and the apps, books, music, tips, and tools that were shared. This is for you if you heard something that you want to check out, but you couldn't write it down at the time. Hopefully I've got you covered. And this is the bit for the really time-pressed. You can just listen here and get the gems from the interview. But of course, I wouldn't suggest you do that and miss out on the great conversation that I had with Hella. Hella shared quite a few tools and apps, um, albeit quite late in the interview, because I did actually forget to follow up on that as we, uh, moved through the interview and, and missed it out. <laughs> um, but luckily she did, uh, interrupt me at the end and said, can I share some, please? So, um, we talked about Evernote, which I've talked about on many of the podcasts already. And she said that, um, Her essential tool of life, which includes work and play and organising everything else, is Evernote. And she's not sure how she existed before Evernote came on the scene Um, and that she's a massive fan of Evernote, which is what I say as well. Um, So definitely recommend Evernote. And we talked about resources for uh, learning how to use it and getting best use from it. And I recommended Steve Dotto, who has a series of videos about it, and also a publication called Evernote Essentials by Brett Kelly which is something that I read when I first started using it and I talked about as I think I've said already on one of the podcasts before that I'm using Evernote to scan stuff in that I've kept um, before for sort of memories like orders of service for weddings or cards that people have sent me and I'm scanning them in and then I'm able to sort of throw those away rather than keeping lots of information in the house that's you know just really clutter but I you know I'm still keeping those memories Another app that uh, Hella talked about was Dream It Alive. Should it's a place where you can create your own vision boards and dream boards. We all need to dream and we all need to have goals. And it's about them writing them down and turning them into pictures so that you can see them to help you visualize. Um, and uh, I have a, a, a mini course in my membership site, which is all about uh, using vision boards. So really pleased to hear that resource recommended, Dream It Alive. Uh, We mentioned Pocket, which is one of Hella's favorite apps and also one of my most favorite, which I've talked about on so many occasions. And that's the app that allows you to save articles to it to be able to read them later and read them offline as well. Um, certainly something to use if you open tons of tabs thinking that you'll read things later in the day and then you don't get around to it and you shut the tabs and then you've lost all those articles if you just open the tab and save it to pocket then you have got that that stuff saved for you know when you're ready to read it hella also talked about using scoop it uh, which is a, a a tool for uh choosing content curating content that you like around particular topics and then writing your own comments on it she also mentioned something called rebel mouse which was new to me which uh, is all about aggregating all your tweets and your your uh, social media shares which sort of shows you a snapshot of your social output and and hella talked about how it enables you to see what you're doing and get a feel for who you are and what you're putting out and then you know if you don't like that sort of um way that you're being portrayed then obviously you've got a chance to change it and then the last app, which did make me laugh, was Alphabetizer, which is um, if you have a list of things, she said, you know, 20 things, and you need to put them in alphabetical order, then you can use Alphabetizer because it'll do it for you. She said her quote, there you go. I know that's totally useless, but somebody might need it one day, and I'm sure somebody will. <laughs> it did make me laugh. So another re- resource that she shared is Medium Daily Digest which is a site where you can sign up to get uh, regular daily emails with interesting articles that that might appeal to you. And uh, Hella talked about it being a list of eclectic things that she's interested in. So the the article she shared that she'd seen that particular day when we were doing the interview, one was about elevating your side projects. Another one was about collecting experiences. And another one was about does a fake it till you make it attitude towards business work. So, Hella uses it as a way of finding useful content and then potentially curating that content with her audience. When we moved on to talk about books, um, Hella's uh, one of her favourite books, she said, is Purple Cow by Seth Godin. Then we talked a bit about music. She said she's inspired by disco music. She always has it on in the background to get herself into a good frame of mind. She described herself as being a disco queen. <laughs> and then we talked a bit about films, and she said she quite likes films that are inspired by people overcoming struggle. So they're going through something, facing something that um, you know they need to sort of um, uh, get over, deal with, and so on. She said because being an entrepreneur, you do sometimes have to. You know, you deal deal with situations. Get days where it's not sort of every, you know, everything's not going well, and you have to deal with those. As she says, it not everything's quite rosy and peachy. And she also likes to watch films to relax. She's a Netflix addict, uh, and says that she might have things like um, House of Cards or. Um, a series called Once Upon a Time playing in the background and she said she likes that because it's an ongoing story and she said that actually inspired one of the Sister Snog events which is called Once Upon a Dinner Time and she says it's all about fairy tales and and seems to be going on forever so certainly one to, to check out Moving on to tips, Uh, we talked a bit about business connectedness, which is a big part of what Hella does with Sister Snog. And she said, you need to be connected in business because everybody's connected to each other and that's how you'll get the doors open. And she talked about how people feed her and she feeds them. And then I like the quote, quite often we come up with something that is because of both of us. And she said, that's my work. So how brilliant is that? Um, So, you know, that real idea, which I really buy into of you know meeting people connecting and building a relationship with them because you know you don't always know where those those relationships are going to go and sometimes there's people who want to network and sort of hand out business cards and sort of build their numbers of people that they know but actually because they're not building relationships it, it's not as effective for them as sometimes just building a very close network of people who you really know, and they really know you, and then you've got that real opportunity to recommend them to people, introduce them to people, and so on. Hannah talked about planning on a Monday, which is something I do. She sees it as a planning day, a desk day, where she probably won't go into London. She'll catch up, make phone calls, send emails, and that sort of thing. She talked about magical connections. She said, it's amazing what happens when two people sit down and just talk about whatever's going on in their business. And, you know, I think it's so true. Those opportunities you get to really explore, you, you know, different perspectives in a in a sort of um, a way where you can share stuff with each other that, that can be really helpful to you within your business. And then a, a mantra for for Hella, which we've talked about since the interview as well, is you know when people talk to her about being very busy, she always says, "I'm never too busy. I'm always doing lots of things," because lots of people, and I, I think this is so true. Lots of people in life say when you say to them, "How are you?" They go, "Oh, I'm so busy. You know, my emails are out of control, and I'm doing X, Y, Z, and blah, blah, blah." And it's all about being busy, but actually, being busy isn't always about doing the things that need to be done they're not it's not necessarily about doing the things that move your business forward that make you successful that um you know really drive things forwards you know it's very easy to just be busy so I love that phrase I'm going to say it again I'm never too busy I'm always doing lots of things so you know you're doing lots of things which are really important it's not just about you know filling your time with stuff that makes you busy hella likes cooking to relax which is something that's come up before i remember kathy brown in show one talked about that and she talked about a morning gratitude routine she says she has a bit of reflection time in the morning before she really gets going and she uses evernote which she's already recommended as a tool and she has a notebook called gratitudes and writes something that she's thankful for every day and she says she tries to write seven, which I thought was rather excessive. <laughs> um, she says she tries to write seven and, and you know, doesn't struggle with that at all. Um, but, you know, she likes to do that in the morning as a way of being thankful for the things that are going well uh, to sort of enable her to have a bit of mindfulness, I think, really, before she gets kept caught up in other stuff. We talked a bit about exercise and Hella talked about having a personal trainer. She said her trainer is, is really good, really brilliant. And she says, you know, she's not been working with her long. But she said she's really good she said, because it's not about doing some crazy boot camp training because I don't w- wish to be tortured. Uh, so she said, you know, she's good in how she's working with her. But also, Hella's looking to work with her around how you can turn your home into a gym. So how you can do stuff. Uh, using what you've got already at home that is really helpful to you uh, without uh, you know having to sort of go to a gym sort of thing. So she's talking about perhaps helping her to create some videos showing you how to turn your house into a gym, which I thought was, was really interesting. She talked about swimming for exercise and how she likes to be the first in the pool, but when she lived in Greenwich... She never actually achieved that, although we did laugh that now she's in Hove, uh, a bit more provincial. Maybe she might be able to, to make that happen. A quote she said, which I thought was so motivational, really liked, was, I always know you can't have a rainbow without some rain. Just love that concept that, you know, for things to be really good, there needs to have been a sort of not so good or a really bad stage that you were in and now you're moving through into something else. I really like that I always know you can't have a rainbow without some rain. And she also talks about how life experience helps. When I talked about or asked her about what happens on a bad day, she said, you know, nothing's ever that bad. It just isn't. It might feel it for a moment, but she said, you know, the longer you're around, the older you get, you realise you've been there before, you got through it, it happened. And sometimes she said, sometimes instead of a bus, a limo comes along. (laughs) So really lovely sort of view on that. But, you know, that... uh, You know, as you get older, you realize that, you know, stuff might seem like the end of the world, but, you know, it isn't the end of the world. So, to contact Hella, if you Google Hella Wozniak K, you'll find her because clearly there aren't many people, if anyone, called Hella Wozniak K. Um, And that'll take you to their website, which is sistersnog.com. And you can get in touch, you can call her or send her an email or, or, or whatever, perhaps connect up on LinkedIn. And she says about Sister Snog, it keeps me on my toes. As much as hopefully it keeps the members fed with creative spark and interest. If you've had something that you've if you have something that you've created that's beautiful and wonderful, great business occurs, which I just think is a lovely way of describing the business and the and the networking um, that that she creates within in that business that she has, sistersnog.com.
2: Use your power to live more.
0: All this information is available on the show notes on the website powertolivemore.com forward slash in this case 22. If you'd like to sign up to get my weekly newsletter with more tips, strategies, ideas and tools to improve your power, you can do that on the website too. And if you go to to powertolivemore.com forward slash focus, you can download my free report about how to increase your focus for better productivity. And please do pop over to our Facebook group, which is at facebook.com forward slash groups forward slash using your power to live more. I'd love to see you there. And again, the link for this show is powertolivemore.com forward slash 22. And we look forward to speaking to you next time.